Hi, this is Sammy Smiles, and I'm your host, Sammy Vance. This podcast is sure to leave you inspired and with a smile. Now let's get right into it. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this week's episode of Sammy Smiles. I'm your host, Sammy Vance, and today we have an amazing guest named Chris, uh, Chris Yandel, and he has been involved with college athletes. He's been like a college athletics administrator, an award-winning public relations professional, and in the education field for years. He is an author and peer pro, but you probably know him best by being the dad who wrote over 600 lunch notes to his daughter. His story has been all over social media and um, been on like the Kelly Clarkson Show and Good Morning America, and it's just so inspiring. So as a fellow note writer here. I am super excited to welcome this guest. So thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me, Sammy. Thank you. So this episode is extra special for me for a few reasons. One, this is my 50th episode of Sammy Smiles. And two, um, you are one of the actually first guests that has been requested to me. Most of the times I'll be able to contact the guests, but mm-hmm. this time um, someone I'm pretty sure tagged me in like a tweet um, about you and said, oh, this would be cool for my podcast. And I did like further research and realized, yes, it would. Um, you are so amazing, inspiring. Um, so that's why you're here on my podcast today. Awesome. Well, I don't think I've ever been requested on a podcast by somebody. So that's pretty cool to... Uh... <laughs> to to have that on my resume now. Yes, it is. So I love the fact that you wrote lunch notes to your daughter. I love writing encouraging letters. Um, In fact, so much that when COVID started, I started a project called Sitting Smiles where I sent an encouraging letter to someone every day um, with a laminated smile, just in hopes to make them smile. Uh, So what so can you tell us a little bit about what your lunch notes are, why you wanted to start it, and maybe if you remember what the first note said? Sure. So um, I started writing them in August of 2017. Uh, my daughter Addison was uh, starting fourth grade, so she was 10 or 11 at the time. And um, it happened to be her fourth school in five years after us moving around a lot and just noticed that she was anxious, nervous about a new school setting, having problems making friends. Uh, Later on in the year, she was enduring some bullying. So the notes were really a way for me as a dad and a parent uh, to connect with my kid on another level, trying to get her attention. So I just scribbled a note on her, on her little sandwich bag. Um, And I believe it was, had to deal with, um, you have the power to, to make somebody's day and just to put a smile on somebody's face. And, and really, I honestly didn't think it was gonna be much more than a couple of weeks of writing to her, to be honest with you, Sammy. Um, it was just my way as a dad to, to let her know that I was there, that she would have a piece of me with her at lunch and maybe I could teach her something along the way. And after a couple of weeks of, of sharing the messages, people were paying attention, Addison was paying attention, so. I kept doing it and now we're at a hundred, uh, 735, I believe in counting. That's amazing. And I completely agree. I think that words and like notes, they can mean so much and do so much of an impact, whether it's positive or negative in this case, very positive. And mm-hmm. it's just really inspiring to see that. Um, because yeah, I think 
Also, I can relate to you. You said you didn't think it would be more than just a few weeks of writing the notes. With my Buddy Bench project, I didn't think it would like go, I didn't think that I would be been able to help um, 200 Buddy Benches around the world, but I have today. And I think that's just really cool. We can relate on different levels, even though we're doing completely different things. Absolutely. And you, you don't realize, and one thing I've learned throughout this whole thing, and, and I knew this growing up, that you, you don't realize that what you're doing could affect somebody's life, whether you know it or not. And you never know who, who's paying attention to your moves or, or who you're serving as a role model to. So, you know, the, the last three and a half, four years have, have been a whirlwind. I'm just a regular dad from Louisiana writing notes to his kids. Uh, but the, the outpouring of, of messages that I've gotten from all over the world, whether it's from Korea, Japan, Spain, France, um, has been overwhelming. And it, it's, this has gone farther than I ever, ever anticipated. Yeah, and I think we can definitely relate on that level. And yeah. like I said, it's cool to see, even though we're doing completely different things. Uh, so thanks for sharing that, yeah. Um, I have always liked writing notes and letters, but it's also fun to receive them. So mm -hmm. looking on your daughter's perspective, I'm pretty, I bet that she really did appreciate them and appreciates them. So have you always been a letter writer? I, yeah, I've all, my parents always made my sister and me uh, write thank you notes. Um, probably, gosh, I remember writing them maybe as early as six or seven. So birthday gifts, Christmas gifts, um, always writing a note. It could be a sentence or two. And it's something my wife and I have, have instilled in our kids for, for birthday and Christmas. But for me growing up, I was an introvert. So it was hard for me to express my thoughts verbally. But if you give me a pen or a pencil and a sheet of paper, I can write down how I was feeling. And even much into my adulthood, 20s and 30s. Um, it's always been easier for me to, to write things down. So in the beginning of, of writing to Addison, it was a lot of writing and not a lot of talking. But as she's gotten older, I've been able to, to have those deeper conversations with her and, and not only reconnecting on that level daily with my messages to her, but we can have in-depth conversations now. She comes to me for a lot of things. She asked me for help and a lot of questions. So, um, but to go back to your original question, writing has always come easy for me. Um, I, I was just a shy kid growing up, middle school and high school. I didn't talk a lot, but I wrote a lot. Um, and it's obviously paid off a lot in my career and public relations. Yeah, I love that. And I think what you said was really true. Like, sometimes it's hard to express your words verbally, mm -hmm. but um, people can express their writing or drawing and painting. And it's really cool just to see the different ways people can express their emotions. Yeah. And, and, and even at the age of 39, I, I have problems sometimes expressing my thoughts verbally, but in, in a tweet or an Instagram post or in an email or in an essay, I can put what's going on in my head and make it sound a lot clearer and make more sense on paper. I love that. Yeah. And I think I can relate to that on many levels as well. Yeah. Yeah. So social media can be used for good or bad. You started mm -hmm. posting these hashtag dad lunch notes and not only encouraged your daughter, but so many other people as well. 
Uh, you were even on the Kelly Clarkson show to talk about it. I got to be a guest on the Today Show when I was nine to talk about my Buddy Mitch project and Kathy Lee Gifford wrote a song um, that was sung live and it was an amazing experience. So can you tell us about your experience or time on the Kelly Clarkson show? Yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty cool to say the least. Um, and, and really, so to back up, uh, Addison and I were on the Today Show in January. Um, Craig Melvin interviewed us for the third hour of today. And that's how this crazy year of 2021 started. And that's how that one of the Kelly Clarkson producers found us. So a couple of days after the story aired, she emailed me and we thought um, we thought we were going to film it in January, but we filmed it in uh, March and it ran in June uh, week of Father's Day. But it was it was a lot of fun. Um, I've always been a fan of Kelly Clarkson. Um, so it was so exciting. You know, I wish we were in studio with her, but obviously the pandemic has has other plans for us. But it was still pretty cool to be on a Zoom and see her talking and realize she was talking to us. And I think out of all the interviews Addison's done, that is the only one where she was actually starstruck. When she came on the camera and she was talking to us, Addison kind of froze. So it was um, it was a lot of fun. You know, she's she's a great show, great interview. Um, you know, it opened up a lot more doors for us. It led to Good Morning America and, and People magazine. So. Hey, it, it was something on my bucket list that I never thought would happen. So it was, uh, it was a lot, a lot, a lot of fun. That's amazing. Yeah. And I love it. And again, I've said this so many times, but I think that's really inspiring. So thanks for sharing your experience. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, now writing lunch notes is not all you do. You have a day job and you are an author of a book you wrote, Lucky You. I recently published my first book and I love how it turned out. It starts with a letter I wrote to my reader, I wrote to the readers, and I feel books are just so important, especially in my life, I feel like, and I'm so happy mine is out in the world and hopefully will encourage lots of people to make a difference. So your book is pretty awesome as well. Can you tell us a little bit about what it is um, about and why you wanted to write it? Sure. So um, it's called Lucky Enough, A Year of a Dad's Daily Notes of Encouragement to His Daughter. I think that's the full title. The title's so long, I can't even remember it anymore. Um, it's, it's the first year of notes I wrote to Addison. So fourth grade, that was the 2017-2018 school year. And probably, gosh, October, November of 2017, her teacher and her principal had seen me post them on the internet. They actually emailed me and asked me if they can use some of the ones they have seen Addison pull out of her bag. And they told me one, one day that, you know, you have something here, you should do something with it, whether it's write a book or whatever. And I didn't think anything of it. Um, but I had a college classmate that was working for a publishing house in Texas at the time. And I asked her and she said, absolutely. So I wrote a manuscript and, and the book is not written in a traditional way. It's so I think I wrote 157 notes that year. So school was about 170 days. I wrote about 157 and each page is a different note. And then the story behind it or an anecdote with each one and writing something that's never truly been written in that format before was difficult to get published. But ultimately uh, page publishing out of New York city was interested. It was an independent publishing house. 
So I was just ecstatic to do it and that somebody would want to publish something that I um, Unfortunately, as I learned through independent publishing, I had to raise money and pay for it myself. Didn't realize that's how it worked. Um, so it goes to show you, even though I'm a PhD, I don't know how a lot of things work in the world. So I had to do a Kickstarter campaign. We raised, I think, $3,500. Um, 60, 60 or so people donated money to help me front the funds to publish the book. And it came out in three years ago last week. So September, I think September 24th of 2018 is the official publication date. And the first year was slow. Um, again, I only thought I was going to sell two books, one from my mom and one from my wife. Honestly, I didn't think I was going to sell anything. But again, the book was meant for Addison. At the very least, she had a book with my name on it. And it was words for me to her. Uh, but ultimately, if it helped a parent along the way, that was more than I ever expected. Um, so needless to say, honestly, the Today Show um, in 2021 helped boost book sales and Good Morning America. That story got us popular in Korea and Japan. And um, as of a few days ago, I've signed a book contract to publish the book in Korean. So this, again, you know, I'm not going to be a best-selling author and I'm okay with that. Um, ultimately, this book was written for my daughter. And if it can help parents make those own connections with their own kids, then that's ultimately everything I could ever ask for and more. I love that so much. That is amazing. And I think, yeah, that's just so inspiring. Like I said so many times, but I love it so much. Um, so you have had some really cool experiences through this. Uh, also, has this brought you closer to your daughter and um, how has it affected the rest of your family? Um, you know, the notes have definitely grown, um, improved the relationship with, uh, with Addison, for sure. As I mentioned earlier, um, you know, we're really close now and she'll always come to me with things first or ask me for advice. Um, as, it, as it's changed my family, um, my 10-year-old son wants me to write a book for him. So now I have pressure um, to write about him. Um, but other than that, you know, it's, you know, having worked in the media for so long, I think it's pretty cool um, that I, that we've gotten all this attention, um, with Kelly Clarkson, I got starstruck. Um, so it's, it's been an overall really rewarding and humbling experience, but really we haven't changed. If anything, I hope that what I'm writing my kids is, is helping to instill confidence and, and some wisdom that they can take with them as they mature, um, into junior high and high school and college. Cause these are some pretty transformative years in their life so if I can give that to them then then I'm doing my job as a parent yeah again that is amazing and inspiring and I love everything you just said that that's amazing uh, is there anything else you want to say before we get onto the rapid fire round no rapid fire let's go I'm curious to see what you got okay so I'll just ask you a few questions and you can answer with the first thing that comes to mind okay okay so what's your favorite color green Favorite animal? Golden retriever. Favorite random act of kindness? Writing notes when people don't ask for them. Love that. Favorite food? Oh, I live in Louisiana, so there's a lot of favorite foods. 
Um, anything spicy, I, I think that would have to be my favorite. Nice. Uh, favorite sport team? New Orleans Saints. <laughs> do you still write lunch notes? I sure do. And I will be writing them until my kids are in college, whether they like it or not. <laughs> awesome. If you could go to lunch with anyone in the world, who would it be? Lunch with anybody in the world, who would it be? Wow. What? Oh, my wife was giving me suggestions. Are they dead or alive? It can be anything. It can be anything. Okay. Man. Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> you know, probably, you know, our favorite show right now is Ted Lasso on Apple TV. So I'm going to go with Jason Sudeikis, who plays Ted Lasso. Nice. So if you could um, receive a lunch note from anyone in the world, who would it be? Or who would it be? Yeah. If I can receive a lunch note from anybody, who would it be? Ooh, man, you are bringing some good questions. Um, hmm. Trying to think. I'm going to be sentimental and sappy, and I'm going to say my daughter. I like that. I love that. Yeah. So where can people find you on social media to follow your amazing journey? Um, so Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter are all at Chris Yandel, all one word. And then uh, my website by Chris Yandel, B-Y, not B-U-Y. Um, so I post all my notes uh, on Twitter and Instagram every morning. And then I post them at the end of the week on my website. So I'm crazy organized, so I've cataloged every one I've written. So I try to keep track. Um, unfortunately, there are duplicates. Uh, I didn't do a good job of making sure I wasn't duplicating them. Um, but yeah, that's where you can find me on the interwebs. Awesome. So make sure to follow him and his amazing journey. And for the last question to ask all my guests, what is something that makes you smile? What is something that makes me smile? Um, besides my family and my big fluffy golden retriever, um, I would have to say, you know, people just being good in the world. We have so much negativity and so much hate and anger. Just seeing somebody being nice to somebody else without anything to gain, that makes me happy and that makes me smile because we could use a lot more of that right now. I agree with that all the way. I think that's amazing and I love it. So thank you so much for being on this podcast. As you can see, it definitely made me smile. And I just, yeah, I'm so inspired about what you do and think it's amazing. So again, thank you. And for all the guests listening or watching, remember that you don't just have to be an adult to make a difference. You could be a kid too. I hope this makes you smile and I hope you have a great day. Bye.